Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Can I tell you something, DeMarco? What's that? I really like talking to Mo Bamba. Good dude. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Personality and like, I, I like guys, and I'm not, this is not a criticism of anybody else we talk to, but I really like guys that are excited to be Lakers. That's yeah. that's exciting to me. Like when you really lead, like for instance, you got you know I'm a huge baseball guy. Yeah. And I aspired to become a professional at one point. And if you'd have said, Oh, by the way, you're gonna play for the I don't know, the St. Louis Cardinals. Cool. Right. Awesome. That's you know, the story frame or hey, you're gonna play for the Miami Marlins. Okay. Okay. That sounds great. You told me I'm gonna play for the Dodgers, I would have fallen off my chair. Yeah. I, I, it just it, it's a whole nother level of or the Yankees. It's like I'm not playing Yankee Stadium. Like, are you kidding me? Well, I hope there's a whole new level of Mobamba. Like you said, I hope there's another gear there coming from Orlando. Being that you're playing for the Lakers, you understand the assignment, who's looking at you. Yeah. It seems like he does. Now let's hope he can pick up his game a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And look. The NBA is filled with guys that are drafted high that don't pop. The NBA is also filled with guys that are drafted high that don't pop that go somewhere else and kind of rediscover right. the reason they were drafted high in the first place. So, yeah, there's he can shoot. He's seven feet tall. He could get some rim. The, the Lakers, the two things that he can bring, rim protection and, and shooting a little bit, they need those Wouldn't things. Wouldn't that be great? That's all you need to do is what you do best. LeBron, AD, take care of the rest. You just do you, and we'll be fine. Man, that's a great assignment. It, it is, but it still comes back to the same old thing. If AD, AD needs to be great. Not just healthy and not just available. He needs to be healthy, available, and great. You know, you said that. I mean, how many times have you seen him when he's ready and right and not great and, and been bad? Let's Fre just say bad. Frequently. You've seen him bad, bad? Did you see him last night? Okay, that's bad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, okay. it, it's not I bad. thought that was a rare equation. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not bad as in, I, this guy can't be in the league, but it's, I know what you are. It, it's a little unfair. I don't know if it's a little unfair. You tell me. When you see him next to Giannis, and, and by the way, this is this is a good example. When they played Milwaukee earlier in the year and beat the Bucks in Milwaukee, AD and Giannis, like, yeah, take your pick. You you pick first, I'll take who's ever left, and I'll be fine. Right. Last night was not one of those nights. There are nights where he's out there, and the beginning of the game, he's pretty good. He's in the paint. He's attacking the rim. He's finishing. And then throughout most of the second half, he's floating around the perimeter, and it's just like, I that's not what I need out of you. Need you down there. Need you doing dirty, tough, ugly stuff, putting, getting buckets. And they don't go in there for a minute or two. And he comes, he's just, I don't know. And, and that's arguably – the most frustrating thing as an owner, as a coach, as a general manager, as a teammate, if I don't know what I'm going to get out of you, no one ever wonders what they're going to get from Aaron Donald. Ever, yeah, ever. right. Yeah, I know yeah. exactly yeah, yeah. what he's going to bring and LeBron. tonight. Yeah. And LeBron. LeBron is another one. Yeah. I know exactly what that man's going to bring to the football field every time. doesn't mean he's going to have three sacks in every game, right? but I know what he's bringing. When, I don't know that with Anthony when Davis. A when Anthony Davis is hot – they're, he's almost unstoppable. They're almost unbeatable. Close to it, right? When LeBron's yep. chipping in, and now with this new uh, five group, or new group of guys coming in with shooters, you should be a lot better. But to me, when he's healthy and right, I think you're always going to get the best out of him. If there's an issue and he's not around the rim, that tells me there might be an issue with him, and there usually is. You know what I mean? Frequently. A physical issue, frequently. Yeah, and. and other issues. I don't know if they're effort issues, concentration issues, focus. I, I don't know what it is. I just know that the performance isn't there. Maybe Something. it's physical. Maybe it's other. But his performances are not consistent. Steph Curry, I know what I'm getting from that guy. Yeah. I know what I'm getting from Jokic. I know what I'm getting from Embiid. I know what I'm getting from Giannis and Luka. Not that they can't have bad games, but it's pretty steady night to night. Not with him. Wow. Up and down. Well, we'll see. I hope the move works out for him. All right. Uh, yeah. A late Ask DeMarco from none other than uh, Mandy Award-winning salesperson Mark Cates. Oh, okay. oh, boy. Hold on. <laughs> Let me buckle up for this one. I've hung out with Cates a few times. What's he going to ask? Speaking of food. Yes. Did DeMarco ever make it to the Lowry's Beef Bowl? And if not, do you consider it the biggest failure of your football career? We used to go every year for the Rose Bowl. 
we would go to the, to the Lowry's Beef Bowl. It would be us in Michigan or us in Iowa, and okay. we'd see who we'd eat, eat the you most. Played prim- two Rose Bowls? Three. Three, okay. Yeah, three in a row. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I've been to the Lowry's Beef Bowl, <laughs> and I put down some weights at the Lowry's Beef Bowl. Oh, yeah. Went out in a coma. So <laughs> I, I, I think most people know what this is, but Lowry's over in Beverly Hills, yeah. they prime rib and lots oh. of it, and it's it's a cool place. If you haven't been, it's a it's a really neat thing to do. Prior to the Rose Bowl, the two teams that are participating yeah. go to dinner, and it's the Beef Bowl. Like, who they... Whoever eats the most is there. We won every winner. year. You won every we year. We had Lincoln Kennedy. Oh, well, we won that. every but, but year. That's like having LeBron James. <laughs> right. That doesn't even count. Absolutely. So yeah. Lincoln was he the first ever four hundred pound guy? He got up to four hundred pounds his yeah. second year in the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let me say that again for those of you who don't know who Lincoln Kennedy is. He was a four hundred pound NFL offensive line, offensive guard. Yes. Yeah, they had him at tackle. <laughs> He ate his way to guard. <laughs> 400 pounds. And then he lost it. Became yeah. a good tackle again for the Raiders. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, so you that you had him. That's that's a ringer. Oh, that, we had some other guys. So it's like I'm, having a, a, I don't know, a bottomless pit. We on, planned on for team. it. Oh, yeah. We we recruited for that. Oh, yeah. We're going to the Rose Bowl. We want to win this, too. Yeah. What's funny is I just, I just Googled, like, Lincoln Kennedy, just, yeah. you know, to see the reference of the, of the photo or whatever. But then it came up with a bunch of those conspiracy theory things connecting Lincoln's assassination oh, Kennedy's Kennedy. Kennedy. Yeah. Uh, so, well, but. he's six eight, at least. Yeah, six yeah. eight. Uh, I think he hovers around three twenty five still. Ooh. Yeah, it's a big man. Don't you remember that game where uh, somebody threw a snowball at him and he went into the stands? I don't. Yeah, and more that, please. Oh, and that fan yeah. like hit him in the help. I was like, "Are you nuts? That's a bear." Before or after <laughs> Mouse of the Palace? Yeah, right. That's a bear. You better be lucky. This I guy's just a hope nice somebody guy. had bad aim instead of bad intentions. He saw it. The <laughs> guy looked him right in the eye and threw it at him, and then he went to the stands. Oh my gosh, that is yeah. crazy. That is. I didn't know. I, I knew you'd been in the Rose Bowl three in a row. Three in a row. What was yeah. your record? Two and one. Two and one. Who beat you? Gerbach. Uh, we beat him the year before. Elvis he beat us. Gerbach. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? The Raiders running back. Oh God, I can't remember Napoleon his name. Con- oh no, I know who you're talking about. Uh, Bianca Batuka. Nope. Before him, he, he Tyrone Wheatley. Tyrone Weekly set a, a yeah. Rose Bowl rushing record on us. See, this is what going to the Rose Bowl every year. Yeah. I remember some random things along the way. All I was doing all Tyrone that game was chasing was cheeks. Huge. Yeah, I was chasing cheeks. He was gone again. <laughs> <laughs> gone. Well, you got you got him. To, you beat Michigan. We beat Gerbach the okay. year before. Won the national championship. Right. We made it again. We were about to go on probation. I think we lost our last three games in a row, mm. and that was one of them. Uh, lost here in the Rose Bowl. Drag. Yeah, it was terrible. Eh, two and one's not too bad. Three not, Rose Bowl appearances. Not horrible. Not too bad yeah. Either. Um, all right. So, game coming up on Sunday: Chiefs and Eagles. It's odd because it's super chalky, right? You got two number one seeds. You got uh, an Eagles team that really hasn't had a close call in the playoffs. They've they smashed the the Giants. They knocked Purdy out of the game almost instantly. That game was more or less over the second he was out. Then they knock out Josh Johnson shortly thereafter. Mm-hmm. Wasn't really a competitive football game. And then you got a guy who's making a really early bid as one of the great quarterbacks of all time who's in his third Super Bowl in five years. It's not a bad run. It's it's Yet the game is oddly unbuzzy to me. Unbuzzy, unbuzzy. Like it doesn't feel like this thing that I got to see it. I got to see it, and I don't. I can't even tell you why. And maybe yeah. it's just because it's so close that I don't know. I don't know if it's because I can't ever root for anything Philly. I don't really have an attachment to Kansas City, but I don't know. I I'm picking Kansas City because of Mahomes, but I don't have like an emotional investment in this one the way I usually. Well, the do. story is Mahomes. He's the I guess the elite. He he's the. The, the skill of the game and Kelsey, the Kelsey brothers, and you got two black quarterbacks going at it for the first time. So that's the hook. The problem is there's not really much to promote on Philly side because yeah. I told you blunt force trauma is not sexy. You can't really sell that. They're running the football. They're rushing the passer. They're knocking people out. That's not really sellable. So the whole thing is the Philadelphia Eagles are Mr. T. Mahomes is Rocky. <laughs> Right? We talk in the first fight or the second fight? We're going to find out on Sunday. <laughs> but that's the story right there. I mean, they're doing it one way. I mean, Philadelphia is just going to beat you up. Jalen Hurts is not going to give you a break. And Mahomes is going to be a magician. Let's see which one wins out. Right. So I'm going to have to do it because you brought up uh, Rocky Three with Clubber Lang. Yeah. Why was Clubber Lang, as the number one heavyweight contender in the world, living in a small apartment in Chicago? Like when he because he lives alone, he trains alone, he wins his fight alone. <laughs> when he's you telling, can't duck me forever. When he's telling Adrian, "Come on over to my apartment," even when I was like 13 years old, I'm like, 
Why is the champ living in an apartment? This bothers me. Because that's, Rod, that's Clubber. Clubber doesn't need anybody. He doesn't need anybody. He's in there doing pull-ups on the plumbing. Absolutely. <laughs> that's what he wants. That's what he needs. That's, that's what he has to have. That's the mentality of the Eagles, I'm telling you. They're coming to eat your lunch. I felt like Clubber needed a financial advisor. Like, <laughs> he, needed, he needed somebody to get him in some real estate. Right. <laughs> like, Clubber, I know you're a badass. I know that you, yeah. you train alone, but let's put some money into some real nah, estate. We got to take put it under the mattress. Chicago real estate would be pretty valuable. Let's come on. Let's let's do better here. Um, <laughs> it's just, I, I can't hear that name. Hilarious. Think of it. Um, the Eagles. It, there's going to be one of two stories if the regardless or I shouldn't say regardless the Eagles lose it's going to be like they weren't that good to begin with look at the quarterbacks they played they they played Daniel Jones three times this year mm-hmm. they played against Cooper Rush and Andy Dalton and Josh Fields and or Justin Fields and all these guys that it, this was a mirage that they're good but they're not that good or if they win it's yeah, we underestimated a really, really good team for a long time. I, 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 I think you're going to say that definitely, and you can definitely say that about Hurts mm. and his style, the way he plays the game and how they're winning. So I, I, I don't think there's been a more disrespected quarterback this year than him. They're winning. They, they were 14-1, and one and you're still dissing the guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, here he is in the Super Bowl, and you're still saying this is impossible, even though you're seeing it uh, firsthand. So it's just how they play football, their style of ball. They're a good football team. They're in your face. And for, let's be honest, the Philadelphia fan base as a whole is not very likable. No, they're not. I don't want to see Philadelphia win a championship. So you automatically root against them, even if you're a Jalen Hurts fan. But the story is with Mahomes. Uh, look, Philadelphia led the NFL in sacks in the regular season by a mile. They had 70. Kansas City Yikes. was second with 55. Mm-hmm. They lead the postseason in sacks. He's going to have to dodge people all game long to get the ball off. If he wins, it'll be a great win for Mahomes. But if he loses, I won't be surprised. You, you mentioned something about Hurts that I think is really good. That He, he has not gotten his flowers, right? It's, mm-hmm. not, it's not been one of those. And look, he was in the MVP conversation, and rightfully so. It's not like he's under the radar, but he doesn't get that thing that somebody with his resume you would think he gets. Because here's his resume. He shows up at Alabama, and basically all he does is win, right? At Alabama. It's not like he was at Eastern Michigan or something. Then he gets benched in a weird situation, which and Tua comes in. He leaves, handles it really well, like no sour grapes class. or anything like that, mm-hmm. all class. Goes to Oklahoma, kills it there. Mm-hmm. But then he gets drafted in the second round, which is good, but it's not, you know, is he going to be the top pick? It's a not, knock. It's, yeah. it's something. He comes into the league, really has success from the moment he's put into the lineup, hasn't ever looked bad, and yet it's always, yeah, he's pretty good. Not We don't talk about him the way we talk about Trevor Lawrence or Josh Allen or Burrow, Burrow or Herbert or yeah. Holmes or any of those guys. He's not thrown into that class typically the way that other guys are, and there's really no reason why he shouldn't be. No, well, he's not doing it the way they're doing it. I mean, they're doing it with their arm. They're they're very flashy. I mean, they're, they're coached to win based on what they do with their arm. But Jalen Hurts does a great job of tucking in behind a great running game and tucking in behind a great defense. Mm. That is also a skill. Uh, some people want to say it's a game manager. That brings up guys like Trent Dilford. That's not the situation. Oh, hell no. This guy is just a great driver of a very physical machine. Now, that's not to say he can't develop into something else, but right now he's the best at what they need. And what they need is a very credible quarterback who protects the football. That is all Philadelphia needs to make the Super Bowl. That's all they're going to need to win the Super Bowl. Do you think they're going to do it? Man, it's going to be hard. Like I said, I think you're a fool if you're betting against Mahomes. Yeah. Yeah, even with a team as stacked as they are, rushing the passer, Mahomes can still pull one out. He does that little sidearm, little flip, little hook shot, little dead leg. He's just got all those little things that buy him that extra half a second. It's like he got away again. He got yeah. away again. He got away again. He's not Michael Vick where he's running away from everybody, but it's no one ever seems to get him. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you a story. Playing against Emmitt Smith running the football, he was an absolute genius. So we had a guy on the ground, so there's traffic on the ground, and we had guys button heads. So there was a literal hole through the gap he wanted to run in. So he had to dive through it to make yards, and that's exactly what he did in a blink and picked up four. Mm. It's impossible. No yeah. matter what is presented, he's got an answer. That's how fast he thinks. That's how Mahomes plays quarterback. No matter even if you've got him cornered, there's still a sliver to get the ball out. It's going to come out. Do you think that it's going to come down to, though, that maybe the Eagles just chew up a ton of clock and Mahomes just doesn't have the ball at the end of the game? That's how I and see that's it. that's kind of like how the Chiefs end up losing the game. That 
that's exactly how I see it. Uh, they get behind, or Kansas City does, by 10 points because yeah. Philly's running the football. It's late in the game. Now it's all wide open. you got to throw the ball to win, and that is what they want you to do. Yeah, it, it's those guys, guys like Mahomes, not that there's a million of them, you don't beat them by stopping them. You beat them by not letting them play as much. That's it. You, you, keep you, them on the bench. Keep them over there. We're, we're, we'll, we might not even score, but we're going to hold the ball and for I'll a really long time. And I'll say this, nobody in the league is better at that than Jalen Hurts. He will possess the football for an entire quarter and not make a mistake. All right, a little bit later than usual, but we're going to do it. Factor Cap is coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hey guys, uh, I know we're in the wake of the fall. We had a bunch of the NBA people today, but if you guys still have any Super Bowl tips for me, yep. Super Bowl party t- tips for me, please send them my way. So, DeMarco just figured, just discovered that John Tesh wrote the NBA on NBC theme song. Mind blown. <laughs> yeah. No idea. Friend just sent me that. Wow. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> John Tesh, my oh, man. <laughs> wow. All right, just speaking of parties, Super Bowl parties, you need your party to be rooting for one team. So ideally for you, your party will be rooting for one team. Travis, factor cap. Cap. I, 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 I'm a Rams fan, so if the Rams aren't in the Super Bowl, I don't really care all that much who wins. So if half the room's Philly, half the room's KC, that's fine by me. It doesn't really matter to me. Now, in a universe where the Rams are in the Super Bowl and I'm not working the game and I'm at yeah. a Super Bowl party, if there was somebody in the other room rooting on Joe Burrow, I'd want to break their neck. Okay, fair that, enough. That, that, yeah, would, yeah, yeah. that would bother me, but what's coming up on Sunday? No, go go ahead and do your thing. All right, cap with a caveat. It depends on who's in it mm. because I'm not letting Philadelphia fans in the house <laughs> because they're insufferable. They will tear things up. And I'm right. not yeah, going to break your TV. You wouldn't exactly. let Niner fans in. I'm either. not going to a Niner party. <laughs> I am not going to a Niner party because that will end in a fight. Guaranteed. <laughs> Last week was tough for you, I guess. What's that? Last week or two the weeks NFC ago was tough The NFC Championship game was not your friend. No. But I'm just saying, <laughs> just depends on who's in. So cap with a caveat. Uh, Taylor? Cap, I need some controversy. You need some John back and forth. I remember the Packers-Steelers Super Bowl, and I had, I had friends from both fan bases watching the game, and that was a pretty entertaining watch. Speaking of that, I remember I, I, I went into school the next day after the Steelers lost, and for some reason there's a good amount of Packers fans in Virginia, and I was just I was just bullied by the people that I knew from Packers because they knew that I was like the Steelers girl, and yeah, it was not a fun day to go to yeah, school the next they're day. Mean. There are yeah. very few things, though, I will say this, that are as enjoyable and pleasurable of being one of the few people rooting for something in a group of everybody rooting for the other thing and your team wins. Yeah. Like if you're yeah. if you're at a I remember Except a boxing match. Yeah, that you gotta be quiet. Okay. That, that can go in a different oh, direction. Yeah. But I, yeah. when the Dodgers in nineteen eighty eight, right, were making their run, I was at this thing with a bunch of Mets people and yeah. I'm just sitting there going, I'm just gonna just sit here and watch you all melt. This is right. this is terrific. Vegas. Oscar fought Floyd. I mm. told people if Floyd wins, wait to celebrate until we get outside. This is a 80% pro Oscar crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just wait until we get outside. There's nothing. You've yeah. been to a lot of fights. I've been to a lot. There's nothing like the electricity. If, oh. we're, if, 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 if that's the positive word, the electricity of a championship fight, and the more troublesome word might be, there's a certain amount of menace in the air at a fight that does not exist at a football game, a baseball game, a basketball game. There's... There's like bloodlust in the air, and if you don't get what you want, yeah. it's coming out somewhere else. Every time Tyson 
Oh was, my god! Did his ring walk? Yes. That. Yes. Yeah. No doubt. <laughs> All right. So I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but there's a Rocky statue curse. So apparently, teams that have gone against the Eagles and then they go into the Rocky statue right next to the um, Philadelphia Arts Museum. And they'll put the other team's jersey onto Rocky and take a picture with it. So every team that has done that has then lost the subsequent week. So apparently uh, someone did it uh, yesterday and they put Chiefs, like a, like a, like a towel around uh, Rocky from the Chiefs. So if you're a Philly fan, you think that it's someone who's an Eagles fan trying to put the curse onto the Chiefs. DeMarco, Patrick Cap. So somebody from Philly did it to put the the curse on Kansas City. Yeah, you think that someone from Philly did it. Or that there's wow. a stupid Chiefs fan. <laughs> I got to say, Cap, I bet it was a Kansas City fan that did it. I bet they would tra- – look, they got Mahomes. If anybody's <laughs> going to break that streak, it's going to be him, right? right so, yeah, right. wouldn't that just break your heart? I, I – I... I'm a believer in sports gods. I'm a believer in that the sports gods are always watching and listening. So if Philly tried to juice it by putting it on themselves, it wouldn't work. So it it, it if it works, it's because a Chiefs fan did it. And if it doesn't work, it's because of what Emily is suggesting, that an <laughs> Eagles fan is trying to game the system. The gods uh. know. They see things. You can't you can't cheat karma. No that's doubt. the whole idea of it, right? That karma knows, and that's trying to cheat karma. Even Travis Kelsey came out this week in, in part of his Super Bowl media and was like, please, guys, don't put anything on this statue. And so you're also going against uh, your one of your teammates' wishes. Can I, can I bring up something real quick? This has always bothered me, too. This is the second random Rocky annoyance that I've had in yeah. the last 20 minutes. <laughs> Why is the most famous sports figure in Philadelphia history fictional? Like this. this oh yeah, yeah. The, the statue. Yeah. Rocky's Rocky. not a real person. I know. He's an actor. They have a statue for Doug Peters. Said and yeah, but it's not. But yeah. the Rocky statue is the thing in Philly, right? It's like the Liberty Bell right. and the Rocky statue. He's a movie character. Sylvester Stallone is an actor, but he embodies Philadelphia spirit. I know that. But yeah. Come on, man. Well, they, have, they have gritty. Have, yeah. have an Allen Iverson post, uh, statue somewhere. Well, doesn't it sum up like the Philadelphia Eagles? Yes. Body punching. Just, it ain't It ain't pretty. We're going to win in the 15th. Trying to think. like It's like, I, I don't know, if we had yeah. Ryan Gosling statue yeah. from, from uh, the La La Land out in front of Staples Center. It's like, what are we doing here? I know. It's a wow. fake character. All right, Taylor. I'm with Trav on this one. I don't think the curse would take effect if it was a Philly fan that did it. But if it was a Chiefs fan doing this, I mean, you can't be counting your chickens before they're hatched. This is just stupid on their part. you never met a Chiefs fan, have you? (laughs) I know a lot, actually. Good stakes. Great stakes. All right, so if someone says, oh, you don't need to bring anything, you need to bring something. Taylor, fetch your cap. Fact, at least take, you know, at least a six-pack of beer, maybe a 30, I don't know. At least bring something, alcohol, if you can't cook. Travis? Yeah, you got to bring some. It, I want to just do a small car bet. If you're going to like an event that is a fancy event, like that they're not doing like it, they're a catered event, you don't need to bring anything because that's weird if there's all the guys in little bow ties and vests and you have your plate of brownies. Yeah. That's, that's weird. But if you're it's going. Like what Michael Scott did. Right. If I'm going to your house and you invite me over, say, oh, no, you don't need to bring a thing. You can bring a bottle of wine. You're going to bring. You're going to bring something. You have to. Marco? Oh, it's Cap. Are you you told me not to bring anything. <laughs> you got everything all lined up, you right? Trust so your words. Words mean something. You told me just bring yourself. So I'm there. If you want me to bring something, tell me what you want me to bring. Because believe me, I'm going to ask you five times. Okay, so here, in yeah. the event that you come to my house, and I would like to have that happen at some point, you're going to say, hey, Trav, what can I bring? I'm going to say, you don't have to bring anything, but I would like you to bring ice. Done. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Done. Right. We'll Done. work it out ahead of time. You ever ha- you've had parties, right? Don't bring anything. And then five people bring stuff. Now, what do I do with this? Drink it. Or what? <laughs> Put it in the liquor cabinet for later. <laughs> Give it away at Christmas, right? Thank you. There you go. <laughs> Regift it. All right. So the last time the Super Bowl was in Arizona was when the Seahawks and the Patriots played each other. And uh, th- and so my statement is: throwing the ball on the one yard line in the and the Seahawks Patriots Super Bowl is the biggest Super Bowl mistake that you can remember. Travis Fetter Cap. <sighs> Fact. I. I, I it, it, oh. It's fact for a hundred yeah. different reasons. I think it's not just that they opted to throw it it's it's that i'm to this day i'm 100% new england's going to let them walk it in they the time was more important to them than the touchdown at that point they needed the ball back to try to go get what they needed to do 
He had Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. That, that, that wasn't Ronnie Rivers back there. You know, no disrespect to Ronnie Rivers. <laughs> Who but just came up. He just, just came up and just got in and just won a nice little jackpot in, Bing, in, Bing. in, in Vegas. But, it, you know, it, it's not an un- – it's Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, yeah. Let's give the ball to beast mode and see what happens. So, I mean, maybe there Scott Nord missed a field goal. There's been some stuff, but I don't know if anything was a worse decision than that. Wow. Uh, okay, look, we don't have enough time. See, it was the right call. It really was. Oh, yeah, it was an absolute right call. You always throw the ball in that situation. You had one-on-one coverage. If you don't throw it, you're an idiot. Now, if you want to run it with well, Marshawn. But I do remember the Patriots winning, DeMarco. But No, no, I'm just saying, <laughs> if you want to run it with Marshawn, I'm with you. You got Marshawn yeah. Lynch, then put a fullback in, put Russell Wilson under center, turn around and hand him off. Don't put Russell in shotgun and hand it off. That's crazy. And Belichick was all in. He had gone goal line. He, he expected Marshawn Lynch. So the pass was there. But even if they don't get it, the clock keeps moving. I know. There's a lot of stuff that... I go with the Harbaugh <laughs> answer. It was the worst result known to man, but uh, it was the right uh, call. Indeed it was. Yes, but I got to go with Norwood. That's got to be the biggest doink in the world. I mean, I feel so bad for Buffalo. Can I make a, another yeah. case that Pete Carroll has been involved in two of the weirdest decisions of all time? What was the, the other the games? one? Not having Reggie Bush on the field at the end of the game against Texas. Yep. Wow. That, and Lendo White was killing him. Yeah. They ran that play... Three yards, four yards, three yards, five yards, three yards, three yards. They were killing them. They needed to get a yard. Put Reggie Bush on the damn field. Put Reggie Bush, split him out, put him out to the yeah, – yeah. he's going to pull a guy, if not two guys, Either out there way. with Just him. Either way, have him there. It's, it's better two... to have him on than off. And Red, Reggie's, yeah. Reggie had the same seat I had at that point. I'm like, <laughs> where, where's five? He can't help you. He has to be out there. What are we doing? Uh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay, mine's not necessarily on the field, but I'm going to go with the <clears> – <throat> You're right. Going to go with the Niners <laughs> Ravens Super Bowl uh, power outage. That oh was, yeah, that was chaos. Oh, oh, that That's was a mistake, weird. but like not necessarily a field mistake. Yeah, not but it was a field. mistake by the by the Super Bowl committee at least. You said that was a real like somebody did that on purpose yeah. to slow down the Niners. Yeah, I've, I've, I've heard theories. <laughs> I've heard theories. Wow. And, yeah. the, the, but what, what is that? Uh, Occam's razor, right? The yeah. most obvious answer is usually the answer. Yeah. The answer is the infrastructure in New Orleans sucks. I was going to say. And the thing just got yeah. overloaded and blew. Yeah, yeah. You've been to New Orleans. Yeah, yeah you've, you've been to New Orleans. Stadium. You oh, know yeah. what I'm talking about. I'm not shocked. I've been right. stuck in that elevator a lot. Yeah. Our girl Rihanna is going to be our halftime show for the Super Bowl. So you think that Rihanna will open the show, her sh- part of the show, with diamonds? DeMarco, Patrick Cap. Gosh, I have. Uh, is that her biggest song ever, Diamonds? It's not her biggest song ever, but it's a very uh, notable song. I'll take Cap, I guess. <laughs> I mean. And the reason I'm asking. Like Diamonds and. Ooh, yeah. okay. Because of the rings? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought you might end with that well, one. I was just going to say it's either yeah. your opener or your closer. Yeah, because it, you know Rihanna the best. I, well, I'm a huge <laughs> fan, as you know. Riri and I are just, you know, we're cut from the same cloth. Really? Uh, exactly. <laughs> Next time you see her, let me know. <laughs> I, I like her, but I don't oh. really know her music. I, but I do know that one. Yeah, and only girl in the okay, world. I think that's funny because, like, if we played your songs, you'd probably, you'd probably like, oh, I know that one. I know that one because she is one of the most popular songs in terms of like gets tons of radio plays, gets tons of plays in movies and television shows and things like that. The reason I asked is because I knew that you would would not know the answer. Well, yeah, yeah that's why I said to Taylor, I'm like, you're going to need to start playing that. So if I, cause, but the second you hear a couple of notes, like, oh, I know that one. That's the yeah. opener or the closer. <laughs> I'm going to go with closer. All right, Taylor fact i think you're right emily i think it's very fitting that she does that also my other bet is going to be run this town's going to be there in there ah, somewhere yeah. because that is such a hype song taylor hook me up <laughs> <laughs> who's coming out is anybody go- going with her do we know who's there, going to be the surprises so there's been no reveal about um or as far as i know maybe there is but uh the special guests but I, there are there is going to be other people there because it's there always almost, is it's almost never just the person performing um don't get me wrong. Not necessary. Right. Of course. I, I'm She's fine so with no one being there but her. You don't even need a band. Did Prince have somebody join him? No. Uh, he had his a, band. That was a bit ago. Yeah, okay. yeah. So in the, yeah, in the past again, five years. Yeah. No, no, no one else necessary. I was going to say, when Prince is out there, just do your thing, dude. You're good. <laughs> yeah. Go Purple Rain things. in the Rain? Come on, man. Yeah. So I've seen, I, I'm not a huge like Super Bowl halftime show that, oh, I remember this. I remember that one. That, I, yeah. I have like weird... I remember Michael Jackson at the standing Rose there Bowl. for like a minute. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> yeah, I remember that because weird, and then, yeah. and, and and Michael Jackson. I remember Prince, and I remember last year. Yeah, because it was 
really well done. It was super L.A. You remember Adam Levine. Come on now. Take it off his shirt. I, I remember <laughs> Adam Levine because I remember looking down there doing the halftime going, yeah, I don't really feel What's like going I'm on? missing I mean, much. Travis Scott was there, which is yeah. also different. Like when last year when, yeah. when Snoop oh. and Dre and everybody else is doing their thing, I'm looking where you know where we, yeah. we call I'm looking out the, the window like I'm trying to watch the show, talk to Kirk at the same time. With Adam Levine, I'm like, you can close the window. <laughs> We're good. Just keep it moving. No disrespect wow. to Adam Levine. Wow. Wow. But I, I didn't Some feel disrespect. like I was missing anything. I got you. Yeah, yeah. but that was epic, yeah. no doubt. Not a bad way to do it. All right. Uh, we're getting closer. Super Bowl uh, just around the corner. Plus, want to get your thoughts on the Lakers and what they have done. Specifically, no more rush. Just having him gone, how much does that help? That's coming up next. Travis Slee. DeMarco's in for Slee on 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So as a Super Bowl champ, like I, I think about hockey, right? And the Stanley Cup that the captain gets the cup first. He skates around the ice. He holds it. And then he hands it off to the next guy who hands it off to the next guy right on down the line. Everybody yeah. gets their turn. Same thing with the Lombardi. Did you get your hands on it that night? Did you get uh, In the locker room. Okay. In the locker room, it was passed around, and it was obvious. Uh, there's a cool video. I'm holding it, and I'm like, this is – I've been looking for you my whole life, <laughs> and now awesome. you're here with me. It's cool. I mean, the game was over, defense on the field, and I was laid out tired. So by the time I even lifted my head, they already had the podium up there. Really? Yo, it, it came out so fast. All of a sudden, Kurt Warner and the gang were like three stories up. I'm like, how'd you guys get up there so fast? So Jones makes the tackle at the one-yard line. The podium's already going up. Already going up. <laughs> Absolutely. Amazing how fast they do that. The production is unbelievable. Did you think he was going to score? Every time I see the game, <laughs> I could be wearing the ring, and I still start to sweat like we're going to lose. Yeah. Every single time. Wow. God it's- rest. Uh, Steve McNair's soul. Unreal. That dude was a, a nightmare man. to be a quarterback. He was a oh bad my man. God. He was yeah. big too, wasn't he? Look, it looked like his helmet was too small. <laughs> it really did. Like either your neck is huge or your helmet is way too small. <laughs> like, dang, he is huge. Yeah. yeah. I, th- there are a million great Super Bowl moments. That has to be very near the t- like a goal line open field tackle to win the Super Bowl. No doubt. It, it wasn't it wasn't like a goal line defense where all eleven guys kinda and you you hold the line. Dyson was in space. He was like on his way and Mike Jones makes an open I don't know where crazy. Let me uh let me add something to that. The greatest show on turf, right? Gets a lot of credit. Once Tory goes in, that's what, five guys? Marshall Four guys? Kirk, Orlando, uh Bruce, you yeah, make five. Five guys yeah. off that offense. Do you know, do you know how long they had the ball in the second half of that game? About Not, seven minutes total. Really, we were out there the entire second half against Eddie George and McNair. So when I say I'm tired and you see me coming <laughs> off the field, I'm not joking. I am down to nothing here. It's amazing. Yes. That, Gatorade uh, is not working. No, yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. And again, it's at the end of, what, five months of playing football. Yeah. It's not just one day where you're going. It's the end of a season. Look, we saw it this year with the Rams. They played as late as anybody other than Cincinnati, and it never looked like they were fully refreshed and ready to go. No. Uh, you know, it's like uh, climbing the mountain, climbing Mount Everest. When you get to the point where you're about to summit, I mean, you could see the people that didn't make it. Yeah. You can see where this is where they got off or they were too tired or they just weren't physically prepared for this. You got to go beyond yourself to win a game like that, like a Super Bowl. So 
I, that's why I think Philadelphia has a great shot to win mm-hmm. it. They're loaded, they're deep, they're talented, and they're physical. It is a Bud Light Football Friday on 710 ESPN. Getting you ready, getting you pumped for what's on tap for Super Bowl Sunday, presented by Bud Light. Make your Bud Light game day beer. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Must be 21 or older. Please enjoy responsibly. And yes, my final Bud Light video will come out on uh, this weekend. Shotgunning. Yeah. Where do I put the hole? Um, so, can. Yeah. Right? You know, where the opening, where if you're just going to drink the beer out of the can. Right. So, that can, the the opening of the regular can should be up, right? So, you turn the can horizontal. Right. The the, the opening should be at the top at of the, the can. At the top of that. Okay. You put the, you put the hole in the can on the same line. So, they're oh, parallel okay. to one another. Nice. Yes. Okay. And then... We're going to do this. Down the hatch. We're doing this this weekend. <laughs> Done deal. We're doing hey, it. Don't forget your skip and go nakeds. Oh, that's no, that's a guarantee. That's going to okay, be tonight. Good, good, good. Got a test, yeah. Lakers uh, dropped their first game post-trade deadline. It, I want to say they threw it away, but they threw it away because LeBron didn't play and they were shorthanded to begin with. They're playing against Giannis. The Bucks have won nine in a row, the whole thing. They weren't going to win that game. But now they're six games out or six games under 500. They are still outside of the top 10 in the Western Conference. And they got some guys that are going to make them better. How much of the run they do or do not go on is going to be because they got better players and how much does the run that they're going to or not go on have to do with the fact that Russell Westbrook is no longer in the building? I think it has a lot to do with Russell Westbrook not being here. That's the one problem you couldn't make right Round peg, square hole. So now, like you said, you have better players, and hopefully you get a chance to play better. There are no issues. That's why I keep saying we're talking about Darvin Ham here. Mm-hmm. Now that you've got the team that you want, the team that you need, and the team that supplements the two best players on the planet, or at least on this basketball team, LeBron and AD. Now you've got all questions answered. Now go out and coach your butt off, and let's see what happens. So 26 games to go. What what record do you need? 20-6 and six to finish out? Nineteen If they need nine, twenty and six, then they're dead. They're not okay. going to go twenty and six. They, they, because let, let's say it takes five games for them to figure each other out, right? right? Which would be super quick. Five games. Say so you, you say you go three and two in those five games. So that adds. So now you're still five games under five hundred. Yeah. With twenty games to go, you got to rattle off. If you some go wins fifteen here. and five, you're. You're see, five this, games over. See, this is what I meant about AD sitting down on LeBron's shot. I get it; it's history, but that's probably what he's thinking. We need this win for that. Yeah, but that's been true for all of their wins all season long. True, they, because they, it's not like they started off ten and two and have been, you know, just slowly slip. The they put themselves in a two and ten hole, and they've been trying to dig out from it, and they really have not been able to do it. Yeah, I see where you're going. I mean, you need to be involved in that moment. It looks horrible, but I see where he's coming from too. We need that win. Not about this shot right now. Two minutes? We get, for two minutes, I can't put that aside? Two minutes. I can't get around the fact that, you, like you said, you've lost a lot. You should be used to this, so yeah. you can put that aside for a minute. I get that, but yeah. I get where he's coming yeah. from, too. I, I, look, yeah. I'm not saying that I'm going to be as invested if it were a game winner in game seven of the finals. That you know, is You're a, not going to go ML car? It, it, but it's, <laughs> yeah. you know what, this I'm, it's literal history I'm looking at. Yeah, right. It's, I, you, me, all these people. Unless you are a kid or really lucky, we're not seeing this record come down. True. The, 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 this is going to hang up there for 50 years if it hangs for a minute. And yeah. to just sit there like a bump on a log? It is LeBron, though. It was inevitable. Yeah, we, but that's, When he was in striking distance, you knew but, it was coming. But it yeah. happened right then. I know. And you should it, it, you should have been in the moment. It, it's right. right then. And I'm not saying you got to do a backflip, but stand up, put your pump your fist in the air, and hey, yeah, that's my guy. It's my yeah, team. Yeah. We won a championship together. He, he, he brought me here. We won a championship together. Good on you. You're the greatest scorer of all time. Then sit back down. Bronny, his son, knew before he shot it. He stood up, started yeah. walking on the court. He's like, did, oh, this is it. Did you yeah. see the picture uh, that was taken? So LeBron's shooting at one end of the court, right? Yeah. The picture was taken from the other end, looking down the line. Everybody in the arena is videoing with their phone. That's awesome. Except for Phil Knight. <laughs> Who's just sitting really? there just like this, just taking it and just like soaking it all in. Like, wow. I'm just going to watch this. I'm not going to film this. I'm just going to watch it. Why it waste was, time? It was so good. That is it awesome. was so baller. That's a grown man. It, that is a, that's gro- a grown man. A grown man that's seen a lot of stuff. <laughs> yep. I'm not showing anybody my videos. I'm living this. That's a grown I am man. I'm living yes, this sir. stuff along the way. The dumps coming up next plus Super Crosstalk. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 
Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Okay, before we get into like a lot of the other things in the dump that I know we want to get to, I definitely need us to hear this from last night. So uh, last night, Kelly Clarkson hosted the NFL Honors. So uh, she was she's decked out in her Dallas gear because she's a huge Dallas fan. But several other <laughs> NFL players got the chance to go up and sing. So I'm going to have George Kittle sing for you <laughs> right now. Yes, our season's over. And yes, that last game blew. But Brock, you should still feel proud. We wouldn't be there without you. Oh, that's nice. And Christian McCaffrey. Duke can run, catch, and pass. But I prefer Nick Bosa. Throwing Prescott off. Because we belong together. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh. So that's George Kittle, and then now I'm going to play you Kirk Cousins. Oh, he came oh, out and gracious. did it beforehand, and he also came out in a bunch of chains, like making oh, that, no. that joke. Okay, so here's his Kirk Cousins. Tom's won seven times, went to ten. He's on some beast, so maybe Kirk could win. Wait, you can really see Yeah, sing. yeah. Since he's been gone. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. First of all, you can really sing what? So that's it, and then Kelly sings wow. later. But yeah, I was I was getting ready to to be to cringeworthy <laughs> with cousins and Kelly Clarkson. He can sing. Yeah, he, he was can okay. carry a tune. He's on he's on the beat like that. Yeah, Kittle's was a train wreck, but a funny yeah. one. Cousins showing up with chops. I don't See, like that at all. Kirk Cousins does not understand the assignment. We're supposed to be <laughs> laughing now. You don't go out there and sing, man. You We're, go out there like Kittle and just. Yeah. Neanderthal it. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Neanderthal yeah. it with Kittle. That sounds, that sounds about right. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, of course, named uh, MVP for the second time last night at those awards as well. This is great news. Um, Tiger Woods is going to play next week in the Genesis Invitational out at Riviera. No way. Yeah, really? I'm going to be out there on Thursday. Chris and I uh, and Tommy are going to head out there, and we'll be doing some work. So if, if you get a chance and, and you see us, come on by and, and say what's up. Um but Tiger playing Tiger, again, wow. and he doesn't play very much, and yeah. he really doesn't play. By the way, Riviera, not the easiest walk in the world. you got to walk. Tiger's got that banged-up leg, but that's great news. Have you seen him live before? Many times. Uh, young and, and to now? I yes. mean, I wonder how he's walking. What does he look like? He doesn't move great. I mean, yeah. first of all, he's nearly 50 years old. Uh, that's, still in great Wait, don't say that. Are you serious? He's 48. That's crazy. Yeah, okay. I, think, I think he's 48. Wow. Um, and he nearly lost his leg in that car accident. Yeah. And not just that he injured his leg, he nearly lost his leg and it's bowed. It's it, it's he's banged up. Hey man, look, he's 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 not the fan favorite up near PV. Yeah. Yeah, you, you that's there's only one way in and out and you block the whole street <laughs> around school time. Come on, man. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah that yeah, yeah. was not I I'll, you you tell me what you think. I I've been watching sports called this just round number 40 years. Seen a bunch of really amazing Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson. I don't know if I've ever seen anything like that where he was that much better than everyone else that he was competing against and really never missed. No, uh, no. Uh, Federer, I guess, is Federer's a guy. A good one. When you tune in and you expect dominance, that's exactly what you get. He outclasses the opponent. Uh, Albert Pujols at one point. He yeah. was the only baseball player I knew that I was there to see him do something, and he did it almost every single time. So, yeah, I mean, Tiger and Michael Jordan, same way. Kobe, uh, when you buy a ticket, you expect them to be at their best, and they, they always are. were. Yep. They always, always were. Tiger, in particular, is just yep. something else. I'm, I'm thrilled that he's going to play. That's very, very exciting. The Dodgers announced that Oral Hershiser and Manny Mota will be inducted as Legends of Dodger Baseball this season, joining Garvey, Kirk Gibson, Don Newcomb, Fernando Valenzuela, and Maury Wills. So wow. kind, of, kind of like the equivalent of a ring of honor, I guess, yeah. but not quite getting your number retired. Those are Hall of Fame players and Fernando, which they're going to do this season. But 
that's that's a good list. Those are all guys that were incredibly impactful, but maybe just just a hair short of Hall of Fame resumes. Uh, you know, I would have thought he would already have been in that that situation, Oral mm-hmm. Hershiser. I thought he was already in there. No, I, I, he was the face of the year. franchise. Yeah, good yeah, for them. He yeah. was the first guy that was the face of the franchise after Fernando. Yeah, like Fernando was the early '80s. Hershiser was the late '80s, and. One, they both won World Series. That's great. Congratulations to those guys. Um, Dan Graziano from ESPN is reporting that former Cardinals head coach Cliff Kingsbury is in Houston today meeting with the Texans about getting a job on D'Amico Ryan's staff. That's dangerous. You like Kingsbury. I like him as an offensive coordinator. Yeah, I think the only problem with Cliff Kingsbury is he's not a very good head coach. He's a great offensive mind. So if you let DeMico this may be a stupid question, Demarco, explain the difference. I mean, I, I explain the difference of why I'm really good at coordinating an offense. Brass tacks, but, okay. But I've not. I'm not a particularly. I successful have to coach, coach thirty guys instead of all fifty-three. I don't even have to worry about special teams. I don't have to worry about instant replays and timeouts and all that sort of stuff. All I have to worry about is putting the ball in the box. That he can do. So that could be a dangerous matchup if they get the right quarterback to run that system that could be dangerous in houston with D'Amico ryan's and him i kingsbury seems to be one of those guys that constantly fails up right because he was okay at tech not great it's not like they were competing in new year's day bowls year after year after year he gets the job at sc to be their coordinator never calls a play right gets hired to be the arizona head coach gets christened as a member of Sean McVay's tree, despite not being a member of that tree, they were good sort of once, and he got fired. The results weren't great, but I'll tell you this. This is coming from other coaches. His concepts are next level. Now, the problem in Arizona was he couldn't control Kyler Murray. Can anyone? No. Kyler does what Kyler does. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I always thought, why are you going to pay your quarterback that much money and your head coach, who's an offensive-minded guy, that much money? Because... Kyler's not going to listen to him anyway. If you had a defensive-minded coach like D'Amico Ryans and Kingsbury running the offense, then it works. I don't want to give this away yet. Andy, you want, you're going to want to weigh in on this one too. Andy Kamenetsky here. Um, there are three people that at the time, it may be different now, but I don't think it is. There are three athletes in history that have been on the cover of Sports Illustrated in back-to-back weeks. You guys want to take a guess at who those three guys might Michael be? Michael Jordan. That's one. Okay. Back-to-back. Back-to-back back back. weeks on uh, the cover. And what, the other one is very obvious. You'd be like, okay, that makes perfect sense. You're, no. you're kidding me. Nope. He said Jeremy Lin. That can't be right. Muhammad Ali, Michael Jordan, Jeremy Lin. It is Jeremy Lin. Wow. wow. <laughs> no way. <laughs> that is the answer. That and because The reason I said it like that is yeah. today in 2012, February 10, 2012, Jeremy Lin's Lin sanity, new heights, 38 points in a win over Kobe and the Lakers. Jeremy Lin is the third person game. on the – were you really? Oh, yeah. Was that was – that, that was in the garden, right, or was it here? Oh, wait, I Jeremy Lin? Okay, which – there was a game – maybe I'm thinking the wrong game. There was a game where he played against Kobe – and that was in the garden. That was in the garden. Because okay. yeah. Kobe destined the week of. Okay, I'm thinking of a different game. Yeah. There was a game where he played against Kobe in Staples and as an opponent and actually played really well. He had a good, solid three weeks where he was the biggest thing in the world. Can't take it away from him. And then it's like, <laughs> yeah, remember, remember Jeremy? Yeah, I think I do. Yeah, yeah. Insanity. Ali, Jordan, Lynn. Unbelievable. Yeah. Wow. That's what well, I mean. You know what's interesting about that is that all three of them in their own right are cultural icons. You're like, right. I mean, they yeah. they really are. Jer- Jeremy Lynn has been a big deal as a cultural icon. Like his story keeps getting retold in documentaries and things like that. Like it, it was a big deal, not just like the Lynn sanity part of it, but like what he represented in sports with Asian Americans and like he had a hell of a road to get to the NBA. Yeah. He was barely in the league and then he just exploded all the time. You know what? Like he was good. Did his drug test him? (laughs) (laughs) He was good. Like he wasn't great. No. But he wasn't bad either. It was awesome. Fine. One more here. Laker Thunder game on Tuesday night, the record breaking game. Three million viewers. It was TNT's most viewed NBA regular season telecast, excluding opening night since 2018. Wow. That's a lot of people. I'm surprised it's not more. 
That that, wow. that that's one of those things. And maybe I'm just so I'm the wrong person to ask because I live and breathe in this universe of sports and basketball all the time. But even if I weren't a sports fan, I would have liked to have seen that. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen LeBron do something that hadn't happened in nearly 40 years. Yeah, I mean, that's that's special to be present for those moments. Who was it that tweeted out? I mean, if you're not watching this game, you don't love sports. Yeah. I agree, 100%. This is why we watch sports. Just cool stuff in general. You don't get legends doing legendary things on demand very often, and that's what that was. Yeah, unless you come and you hang out with Ramona Shelton. Well, that's a totally different can of worms. That's a legend doing legendary things things. on a legendary basis. Let's do a little Supercross talk. (laughs) I'm going to do it for Mace, even though Mace is not here today. AK and Momo in for Mason in Ireland today. Obviously, uh, guys, Super Bowl Sunday right around the corner. Your must-have at a Super Bowl party, Andy, is? Nachos. Uh Mm. That counts. Yeah, it does. Yeah. You can eat them with one Non-utensils, yeah. You don't need a utensil. But you have to look, though, depending on the cheese. You (laughs) got to look, right? You got to look down. Well, if you, you properly constructed your nacho platter, you know what you're getting. Just saying, you know. <laughs> the thing about the nachos is they get soggy really fast. So I'm actually going to go with sliders. Ooh. Emily's making pulled pork sliders for everybody. Right? Boom. I kind of think that like just some just regular either pulled pork or like just little cheeseburgers. Yeah. Like I can eat like 12 of those. <laughs> I'm right there with you. First quarter. Like, like one little pickle on them? Yeah. Oh, A little so bit, good. maybe a little uh, mustard or ketchup yeah. or something on there, too. Just but you to, can't just go enough. too much sauce because then the, those get soggy, too. And they'll squeeze out I the do sauce. like the nachos, but like they have a sort of shelf life. Well, for, for, <laughs> I mean, first of all, none, never. Not none, for me. Not, <laughs> not in my house. I, I have not experienced <laughs> Like, how soggy will you eat them? Like, if the chip is falling apart. Not a concern. I mean, I'm yeah, telling care it's if it's cold. We won't get to that point. Right. No, no, I don't. The answer is no, but it's not going to happen. Oh, yeah. Don't ever let me know how many sliders you made, either. Because I'll go John Gotti. <laughs> That's right. I'm, I'm taking so my taste. It's yeah. justify yeah. yourself. Yeah. You're like, yeah. okay, look, if it's basically one burger chopped up. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, it's like, how many, bur- how many sliders add up to one? Three. Six. Ah, that's right. Yeah, see, is that the right answer? No, it's definitely more like three. Yeah. But, but we tell you. Yes, me. But- <laughs> you can convince yourself you're yeah. basically eating like two kids' meals. And what what's the yeah. problem with that? Nothing. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's not a problem with let's just be clear, there's not a problem with any of this. I fully support all Super Bowl gluttony. I'm fully on board with all yeah. of it. What about drinks? Is it uh, traditional? We don't beer? Of a skip and go naked. Because that's oh, yeah. what he just turned me I, on I to. I know that drink. Do you? Okay. Yeah, I, I used to bartend. That, oh, that's not a drink I would like. It's too sweet for me. It's, it's very too, sweet. I, I can't drink that. It's very sweet. Ramona, do you know what that is? A skip and go naked. That sounds good. Do you know what that cocktail is? No. It is so blender full of ice with a beer. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of like that uh, pink lemonade concentrate, like the Minute Maid okay. kind of thing. Throw you it put in. that like a third of the can in there and then fill the rest of the the blender with vodka blend it's like a slurpee and it's like a Uh lemonade slurpee that will knock you on your you know what that's proper see that face right there proper yeah (laughs) (laughs) the face you're making is proper see the thing the way you get drunk is by like a lot of that sugar and other stuff in there you don't get drunk necessarily off the straight alcohol it's all the other stuff yeah that's the point Okay. That's what we're going for. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Super Bowl. So what's the drink? Are you a beer person? You never I, well, wine? for a Super Bowl party, I think it's beer. Yeah. I think you're just going beer, right? Yeah. Like, Beer's fine. There's are a- you geek for the game or the halftime show? Uh, who's, the, who's in the halftime show? Rihanna. Rihanna. Okay, that answers yeah, my okay. question. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You? Yeah. Halftime show or, or the game? Depends who the artist is. Always the game. I was always there, want to see the game. Who was the artist you were more interested in than the actual game? Prince. Oh, Prince. Yeah. See, everybody comes up with the same one. Okay. Yeah, Rihanna is like top of the heap for me, but it, she she's doesn't overshadow really the game. Well, Prin- Prince did the thing that was the hardest thing anybody has to do. He had massive expectations, and he exceeded them. Well, yeah. he, he also, though, he treated it like an actual concert. Like most of these artists, they basically do the medley review of greatest hits, and it can be good. It can be entertaining, and they put on like you know big stage production, but the songs themselves and the presentation is really predictable. Prince did all these different covers. He did like a Foo Fighters cover. Yeah. He did a Proud Mary cover. I think he did a Queen cover. You know, he's performing. It's raining out. Right. And Prince's oh. reaction, like, there was a great It's raining and he's in four-inch heels. Yes. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> awesome. And there, there's a great, I think it's The Ringer, did a great oral history of that concert. 
And it, apparently when it started raining, his eyes blew up like saucers. He was like, yes. Like he recognized like- The theater the, of it? Yes. This is the moment. He was like, I can absolutely own this thing. Because again, like it, all the stuff going on, but he treated it like an actual concert as opposed to just like a greatest hits medley that ever, you can predict the song list. Yeah. See, what he said about Prince and understanding the moment, that's how I see Mahomes. Mm. That's what I'm saying. If you're betting against him in this situation, you are an absolute fool. Well, you that, deserve to lose your house. I, the Eagles feel like they're a little bit of a better team, but Mahomes feels like the difference maker. And I keep coming back to what you said. I just I can't pick against the team that's got the better quarterback, especially yeah. if it's that dude. And Andy Reid on the sideline. Yeah, yeah. He's also had two weeks. Yeah. Well, to get healthy, right? Yeah. But Philly is, I keep telling, Philly is bringing the noise and the pain. So you really think it's Philly? You I think, think Philly, Philly has a shot. Uh, the best way to beat Mahomes is to do what? Not let him play. Play keep away. Keep him on the bench. Yeah. yeah. No one does that better than Philly, and no quarterback does that better than Jalen Hurts. I also think they have nothing, like there's no pressure on them. Philly? Like, everybody thinks, like the Chiefs should be favored, right? They are favored, I assume. Philly's one and a half. Philly They're favored? Philly yeah. is a one and a half point. So it's close, but they are a narrow okay. favorite. I, I mean, to me, when you have the MVP on your team, we got 48 out of 50 votes. Like, like that. that's the team with the pressure on it. Philly, to me, has been a, just a nice story all year. It, see, but that's the thing, because I agree with you. I, I agree with that. But yeah. if they go out there and beat the Chiefs, are we not going to have to kind of recalibrate what we yeah. what they were? Absolutely. Because if they just go out and smash everybody in the yeah. playoffs, win the Super Bowl, yeah. what did they go fifteen and th- uh, two yeah. or fourteen and three or whatever it is? Yeah. And one of those was with their backup quarterback, so whatever. We're going to have to recalibrate how good they are if they win. If well, they don't, it'll be yeah, it's a cool run. You guys are pretty good, but it's Mahomes. To me, the biggest pressure on the Eagles is like, what do you do with Jalen Hurts depending on the outcome of this game? Because coming up is the last year of his rookie deal, mm-hmm. and it's easy to forget now, but heading into this season, there was a lot of doubting about Jalen Hurts and whether or not you could really make him a franchise quarterback. There's still doubt. Yeah, Of course there still is. Still doubt, yeah. I mean, there, there's... Now, it's a, tough, it's a tough situation to be in. Do you want to extend him? But he just won you a Super Bowl. How do you say no? Well, Even if he but, takes you to a Super Bowl. I mean, Jared right. Goff got extended after taking you to a Super Bowl. Well, but True. in the Eagles case, though... They're not too far off from being burned by the Carson Wentz experience. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm just wow. saying. Like, I know. I'm actually does a Does that not cut both ways, though? You're, you're right, but they also got burned by Carson Wentz, and they're back in the Super Bowl like that. <laughs> that you know, it's like, hey, sure. we, we can make a bad decision and still recover well, from yeah, it. Yeah. All I'm saying, though, is that, you know, depending on how this thing plays out, it wouldn't shock me at all, particularly if Hurts has – you know, what's been uncharacteristic for this season, a bad game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guarantee you – that cycle of questions, whether they should or not, is going to start all over again. I heard this, and I agree with it. If Kansas City wins, Mahomes MVP. If Philadelphia wins, it might not be Jalen Hurts as your MVP. Hassan Reddick. Hands down, might yeah. be the guy that wins it for you. I think that kind of underscores Jalen Hurts this year and going forward. Okay, I'm going to change the subject here a little bit. The trade deadline is passed. The dust is kind of settled. Everybody moved around. You know, everybody. What Emily told me, I think every team but three teams made a deal yesterday wow. or in the last couple of days. Um, Cleveland, Washington, and Chicago, and, and Sacramento. Um, what KD is the obvious answer, right? The Suns yeah. got KD, and they they took themselves from where they are to what they might be the team to beat. Who else is a lot better today than they were a couple of days ago? I think the Lakers are. A lot better? Yeah, I yeah. think they're a lot better. Um, I think the Clippers are better. I think, uh, well, the, the Suns, obviously. Um, the I, I like what the Knicks did. I think getting Josh Hart was really good for them. I mean, there's there's no, like, jo- I mean, the Mavericks, Kyrie is a mm-hmm. big addition. But, like, there's no, like, there was besides Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, there was no, like, big, giant you know, swing of the balance of power. Everybody, a lot of the contenders just got a little bit better. They just got one or two little pieces. The the Clippers and Lakers, I think, in a lot of ways, got better in the same way in that they both traded out guys who either aren't in the rotation or are kind of part-time rotation guys for players that will play. Yeah. So by definition, you're going to get better. Yeah. The Lakers are better because of the guys that are here or because of the guys that aren't here? And just meaning one guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right. A little bit of both. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of both. I mean, 
Westbrook personality issues aside, like there's fit issues. There's sure. all that stuff. Like they they have guys like D'Angelo Russell is not a perfect fit, like perfect alongside LeBron and AD, but he is a way better imperfect fit with those guys than Russ ever will be. Like I, I think he can be a fine fit. I'm just saying he's not perfect. That was very you know, Frank Zappa. It's a, a, a perfect imperfect fit. Explain that. I, I grew up listening. To <laughs> yeah, wow. No, I, I yeah. said he, I said he's a better imperfect fit. Better imperfect fit. Okay, I'm trying to wrap my head. Does around the that. better imperfect fit though? Because here he doesn't really. We can fit, talk but he's about better than the, the other addition. guy. I think he fits in certain ways. It's yeah. not perfect. Like okay. it, mostly the defense. Okay, fair mostly enough. Mostly the defense. So D'Angelo is here, and Beasley is here, and Vanderbilt's here, and you know Mobamba. They, 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 the team's different. They, they added a lot of new guys. But does it? Are we are we still back to the same thing that we are always on, which is if Anthony Davis yes. is good, we we got a chance. If he's not, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's what it is. But the, to me, I thought I thought the Lakers did about as well as they could possibly do. There was one other move that they were that you know they actually did have some last minute stuff for Bogdanovich, but but Detroit still wanted a first for him, and we were at a level where it was like the. Um, you know why are you going to do a first round pick for a guy that has a player option next year yeah and you'd have to be and when they traded beverly that was the then they had moved off that like beverly was the salary piece that you could do to make that work um and i think there was like one more move but i think they actually just addressed so many of the issues with this team which was just the lack of depth the they needed some young guys who were like athletic and could go and and like the lack of shooting i mean vanderbilt's a good vanderbilt's gonna really help them mm-hmm. Beasley's a good shooter d-low's a good shooter and they sort of figured out how to do it without taking themselves out of the race for kyrie irving and keeping one of those first round picks it's, like that's that was an incredible needle to thread. They improved, but they did they it. They improved their optionality yes. so much better. Like yeah. if nothing else, like remove Kyrie from this equation. Right. Their options for bringing back players is so much better now than it was 48 hours ago where you know the players who played well like Thomas Bryant who got moved to Denver. Yep. They weren't going to be able to resign him. They weren't going to be able to afford to resign him because he was on a one-year veterans minimum deal, CBA rules. He's gone. He's already outplayed that. Like, you know, Lonnie Walker, do you want to make him maybe your best option to bring back mm-hmm. price-wise? Like, you're limited with options, and then you're left to the whims of free agency as a team with some cap space, yeah. but not a ton. Now, like, the option of bringing back D'Lo, the option of bringing back Beasley, Vanderbilt, Bomba, these are just better options. Rui Hachimura. Yeah. These are better yeah. options. What, oh, so I think we know what the floor The floor is you make all these moves, you still miss everything, right? You're yeah. no good in the top 10. That's but, the floor. What's the ceiling? What, if, dude, if, I think they could get to the fifth or sixth seed if they get on a run here. If people stay healthy, they get on a run. Like, the, you know, um, Dave McMenamin made a really good point yesterday when we were on our show that he, he was covering those Cavs. Remember the year when the Cavs went and got all these old dudes and then it's they like Isaiah Thomas Dwayne and Wade. Dwayne Wade, Wade yeah. and then oh, wow. like in the middle of the year they were just like totally in a funk and they just traded like half the team yeah and it wasn't like so much difference like it wasn't like all these guys that they got were so much better but they were just like you know what this whole mix sucks let's just change it up let's just get some different it's like it was like the end like the trade deadline equivalent of doing some sage you know <laughs> sage and sponging, you know yeah. Yeah. and like i kind of think that's what the lakers did like pat bev you know had can they some beat good people moments. in the playoffs huh can they beat people in the playoffs yeah i really think so like but again it's the same thing if they stay healthy. but yeah i'd say the same thing like dallas doesn't have luka Doncic, you know i mean if, if yeah, the warriors don't have is, Steph, is that the like, same thing ramona I, I keep going back like to say kevin durant needs to be healthy sure luka yeah, yeah. sure but ad isn't just the normal i'm in i'm out he's constantly but same in with and kd out. though kevin durant is exactly the same no no, no nope, there's one no, ex- there's, there's one more exception of kevin durant than eight there's but, but he's always an injury he, he's concern, an injury yeah. concern but when he's not injured he kicks your ass Great, but i don't yeah yeah the, 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 no you're right Anthony That's, you're Davis right about does not no no i don't yeah, disagree yeah. i yeah. don't disagree with yeah. that <laughs> yeah i don't disagree with that but it doesn't matter if he's not available and there's the same injury concerns with kd with kyrie i mean with kyrie actually i was gonna say with Kawhi, but kyrie too like AD is just the more frustrating of some of these guys uh, with the same concerns. 
But the concerns are the same everywhere. AD just but he has he wears them worse. Where he's in the lineup but ineffective. Last night, yeah, exactly, exactly. In Tuesday versus there, OKC, it's just like whoa. He his return has not juiced this team the way I hoped it would. There, Ramona, you may know this off the top of your head. Al has this number, and I want to say because yeah. they lost last. I think they're four games under five hundred with him, and two games under five hundred without him. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it's it's yeah. it's one of those odd things that they're actually slightly worse with him. I don't. I mean, here's the thing: so much of success in the NBA is consistency and giving a team time to catch a rhythm. I like. I'm stealing that phrase from James. That phrase from James Harden, where he's like, "You got to catch a rhythm." You know, like you got to get the same guys out there night in and night out, catch a rhythm, figure out a style of play. I actually think the Lakers have figured that out. Now they have to refigure that out when you take Westbrook out of the lineup um, and figure out who's going to be, you know, that second unit. Because mm-hmm. they had gotten to a point where they had like four good players. They had like four guys who could play. Like AD, LeBron, Dennis Schroeder, and some version of West, you know, like yeah. Westbrook, I Russ guess. Russ was still in the upper third of talent yeah. on that team. Right. But he had become a liability at the end of games. And then, you know, on any given night, Lonnie might have a decent game or Austin Reeves or Troy Brown or those. Like, it was one of those guys. But, like, they just did not have enough guys who mm. can play. They got a lot more guys who can yeah. play now, yeah. and it still goes through AD. It's it's the weirdest thing. It's that they, they, you moved it. It's better, but the, the, the problem that's the problem is still yeah. the problem. They need him back to that MVP level that he was for about twenty games. You Cross guys your need to write songs right there. Yeah, you too. <laughs> Super Crosstalk is powered by In and Out Burger. That's what a hamburger's all about. Mason and Ireland coming up next. We'll see you on Monday.